Thank you for joining us for this recent message from Freedom Ministries in Crossit, Arkansas. Connect with us online at freedomministriescrossit.com and let us know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Now prepare your heart to hear a word that we pray will bless your life. to the, all the leaders in the house today and all the people. You know, truly, when we go out, we go out, I'm, I, I can't wait to get home. Um, the, we got home about 1.30 this morning from preaching in Bee Branch and last night, and, uh, but I wasn't, fixing, I wasn't fixing to miss it. I told them, I said, I'm a little sick because the mountains. Then it got sicker and actually throwing up, and I said, I just had to go to the hotel, but I'm going to get up at 6 because I told Arthur... And Charles, we're getting ordained today. So be a man and woman of your word. Amen. So lots of inheritance. I had to say all that's gone now. It's gone because we walked it out and did what God said. Hallelujah. You know, I've been studying lately about inheritance, and it, hopefully it'll go with the ordination. And the children can go back now if they want to, children's church or nursery, or you can keep them in here. It's up to you. But let's look at Joshua chapter 1, and we're going to go 1 through 6. Chapter 1 is our vision. If you want to know what Freedom Ministries' vision is, and leaders, we need to know that. Joshua chapter 1. Just study it. Get it in you. But I'm going to share a little bit about lots of inheritance. L-O-T-S, which means places, means land, means something that's yours, something that God's given you. Uh, something, a, a destiny, something that is yours. Somebody say lots, lots. of inheritance. <laughs> say, I got one. <laughs> I just got to discover it. It's already been done. It was done before the world. He said he wrote a book about your life. He's done wrote a book of remembrance of, of which way we're supposed to go. That's why we have to seek him to find his path for our life. Amen? So chapter 1, I'm going to get... I got a lot of scriptures today when I start ordaining, so get Pastor Casey. Everybody say hello. hello. And uh, would you read chapter uh, 1, 1 through 6? Yes. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, Thou and all this people unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given unto you, that I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Amen. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Divide what? An inheritance. So a, a pastor that has a vision, I wouldn't, I, well, I won't say that. I'm going to say that. But a pastor that has a vision, see, each house ought to have a vision. Not five different visions, a vision. 
the leader has that vision and that anointing goes on the people and the people in the house have an anointing that's theirs may be evangelism mine's to build an army mine's to keep building and keep building apostolically so we can't get upset when someone don't do it we do because if we were all apostles if we were all prophets who's gonna go get the souls who's so god gives us a lot of inheritance something that's mine you know my mama left me some land it's mine it's my inheritance but if i didn't go get that land i wouldn't have got it if i didn't possess it if i didn't take it if i just left it and didn't do what it took to, to fight what i had to fight which was hell to get it you know sometimes it's not all that in the families when it comes to land and money and things right but you got to possess your land that takes us to chapter 13 verse 8. thank you jesus somebody said i gotta take my land i gotta take what god's given me with whom the reubenites and the gadites have received their inheritance which Moses gave them beyond Jordan eastward, even as Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave them. Okay, from, go ahead. From Eror, that is upon the bank of the river Arnon, and the city that is in the midst of the river, and all the plain of Mediba unto Debon, and all the cities of Sihon, king of the Amorites, which reigned in Heshbon until the border of the children of Ammon, and Gilead and the border of the Geshurites and the Machathites, and all Mount Hermon and all Bashan unto Salcath, and all the king of Og and Bashan, which reigned in Ashtaroth and in Idri, those who remained of the servant of the giant, of the remnant of the giants, for these did Moses smite and cast them out. Okay. So he gave us a look at all that land. Don't think that your destiny is a small thing. But you got to take the first thing. You got to take the first thing. These men that are getting ordained today, they have to do what God's called them to do now. I saw a pastoral anointing on uh, Brother Charles, and, and I know it's not that time now, but he still operates in it. He still gathers the men together, he's still, but he's operating in evangelism now. So we take what God has now, and then we go to the next thing. Amen. So let's look at uh, chapter 11, verse 23. I'm talking about Joshua took the land. So I got to take it. I got to take my land. Nobody's going to take it for me. Hallelujah. Nobody's going to lift you up every day. Remember, David had to encourage himself in the Lord. Hallelujah. So Joshua took the whole land according to all that the Lord said unto Moses, and Joshua gave it. For an inheritance unto Israel, according to their divisions by their tribes, and the land rested from war. The land rested from war. This is where freedom is now. We went through 10 years of war, more, more of war, but our warfare is over as far as this, as far as this platform, as far as the city. It's been done in the spirit. Now we have to take the land. That's why we're raising up evangelists. We've got to take the land. And you may say, well, they didn't seem like they've been here as long as me. Well, are you taking land? Because I see them taking land. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise for it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, now, I love this one. Um, 17, verse 3 and 4. Joshua. If you read Joshua, you'll see where he took the land. He took Jericho. All the walls was 
up and they, they shouted and, and the walls came down. He took land. That is the vision of ministry, uh, Freedom Ministries. Take the land that God's given you. Amen. But Zelophehad, the son of Hefer, the son of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, had no sons but daughters. Daughters. Women. <laughs> Wait, women, do you got some land? Hallelujah. <laughs> and these are the names of his daughters, Mala and Noah, Hagla, Milka, and Terza. And they came near before Eleazar the priest and before Joshua the son of Nun and before the princes, saying, The Lord commanded Moses to give us an inheritance among our brethren. Therefore, according to the commandment of the Lord, he gave them an inheritance among the brethren of their father. So did he give women land? Why did he give women land? Because they went asking for it. Are you asking for your land? Are you demanding your land? Are you saying, God, you promised me this, and what do I need to do to go to the next level? God, you said I was going to be, you said I was preaching to nations, but are you preaching to the neighborhood? Are you preaching to the neighborhood? Do you come around the altar when there's one, or you got to have a hundred or a thousand before you show up? I say it with love. But. Are you seeking your land? Chapter 18, verse 2 and 3. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And there remained among the children of Israel seven tribes which had not yet received their inheritance. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, How long are ye slack to go to possess the land? <laughs> Hallelujah. Which the Lord God of your fathers has given you. Let's get that in us. How long? How many deliverances I have to have before I witness? I'm shy. I don't know how. Well, I didn't know how either. You know how I started witnessing? You know, I did that too. I was in the bar. I, yeah, I got a divorce. Everything, every problem they had, I was, I would identify with it and say, "This is what God did for me in that." That's the best witness. That's the best witness for us to humble ourselves and and be transparent to somebody. And you say, "Well, they'll hurt me." Well, they might, but it ain't about us. It's about are they going to heaven or hell? So. Let's take the mask off in front of people, and people be drawn to God. Let's lift up God before man. He said, if I'm lifted up, I'll draw man to me. So instead of lifting up ourselves and acting like we got it all together all the time, I'm perfect, I'm righteous, I'm this, why don't we say, that, you know, I'm not always righteous. Sometimes I'll talk bad to my Hey, honey, I honor my husband. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I get a little mad. And then, then I have to go in there and humble myself. I'm sorry. Even if I didn't think I did anything wrong, I'm sorry. Take the mask off and your life will change. Take the mask off. Get real. I'm going to talk about it in a minute. Get real. When your kids are acting up, well, you brought them up. <laughs> I brought my kids up. So when I get in prayer, I don't say, God, they're bad. God, they know better. God, they shouldn't have. They, they, they know the word. God, what did I do? Am I, is there something I did? Is there something I said? Yeah, one time, you, after you divorced, you brought a man in the house. He didn't live there, but he had a key. So we come home one day, and he ain't got no clothes on. And my kids see it, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So years later, he said, you go repent. Not just repent to God. See, what is this we say, I don't got to tell nobody. 
The Bible says confess your faults one to another and you'll be healed. Where do we leave that out? We leave that out. I ain't got to tell nobody my sin. If you humble yourself, you'll be exalted in due time. Humility comes before honor. We all want honor. We want these. We want to be ordained. You know, none of these men, they're humble. If they're not, they say, if you're alone, they'd be humble. <laughs> but we want all the big stuff. But we don't get the big stuff till we humble. We may get it, but it's not going to work because pride comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. So, God, what did I do? You let that man in the house and your kids come off the bus and saw it. It brought perversion in the house. Because I saw a spirit in my home at the river. I was walking through the trailer and I saw something come out of my kids' room. Now, they acting up. You got to get to the root of why they acting up. And it's usually something in their childhood. It usually is. Okay, God, what did I do? So I, I walked in that room. I saw it come out of the bedroom, just a spirit. I said, you spirit of perversion, get out of my house in the name of Jesus. And I command you to get off my children. Get off of me. Get out of my husband. Get out. And I lose righteousness. So I didn't stop there. You want your kids around you? All three of my children are saved and full of God. And my grandchildren. You want them saved? This is one good way to do it. I said, you want your mom and daddy saved? Humble yourself. I'm sorry I rebelled against you. Mama, I did this, I did that. She said, don't tell me no more. I can't take it. <laughs> right. She said, don't <laughs> But I did it. You know what I'm saying? I did it. So if you want your family healed, it's the time for family blessings. It's time for healing. Let's humble ourselves. Let's say, Michelle, Joshua, Kayla, I let this man in the house. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. And healing came. Restoration came. Deliverance came. Don't, isn't that what we want instead of pride? Who, where's pride going to get me? The Bible says it's scaly. Can't get nothing through pride. Did we make the heavens and the earth? Did we make the oceans? We can't be prideful. God's the one that did all that. He's the one that brought us here today. He's the one that's kept this church 17 years. He's the one that kept it through the third generation. You know, that's not easy to do. They tell me, don't you see, make it to the third. My mama, me, and then my children now. It don't make it to the third usually because they say the first one works hard. Like Brother Floyd, you know, 35 years pastor. They work hard. They plow. They plow. They plow. But look at his daughter right here. Overall, the new people in the church. Look at his sons up here doing music, Josh Jenkins and Hunter. Look at God using Jessica. Look at that. But he plowed, he plowed, and he plowed. And when we plow that first time, that second time, it won't be as hard. It's not as hard on me as it was mama, even though it was a little hard. <laughs> but y'all helped me. Y'all helped me through these nine years. These nine years of pastoring. So God's raising up different branches now because you want to know why? Not because we're so holy. What do you do with full-grown, mature Christians? What do you do when they start going to the back because they want their wings to fly? What do you do when they've been submitted and submitted and submitted? The Bible says if you've been faithful, Luke 16, if you've been faithful, who, 
If you ain't faithful to another man, God will give you your own. But if you're not faithful to another man's vision, you may have all kinds of visions in you today. I'm sure you do. But in order for that to work for you, in order for you to have the character to take it, when hell comes to try to steal it from you, you have to be under a leader. You say, God's my leader. Well, he uses leaders to open doors. Like when I went to B Branch, they said, bring five women. That's why I didn't ask any men. Bring five women because we're going to stay in a cabin three days. Well, I saw Monica just, God used her. But that door wouldn't have been open if she didn't go through a leader. Can we open our own doors? God said he opens doors. He said promotion comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from man. So when we're under a leader, just like work, Chris, my nephew's here today, just like work, you know, he trains up people, then they can have their own. That's the way God works. Amen. So God, we just take authority over all those superior spirits that think they're already there. Trust me. <laughs> you don't want to think you're already there. Because hell don't want you to go forth, evangelists. Hell don't want you to go forth. But if you, will, if you will submit yourself, you will find the place. Maybe it's not here. Maybe it is. Find the place that you think God called you to, that you know really. Seek his face. God, where do you want me to serve? Not where you want me to preach. Elisha served Elijah, I think, about 14 years. What does that mean? Emptied his bedpan. What does it mean? Carrying his stuff. Nobody knew Elisha. Nobody knew him. But then one day, after serving and serving and serving like Jeremy's done all these years, now him and his wife got their own over in Hamburg. It's still under leadership, but they have something that's theirs. Serving and serving, catching, doing the sound, everything that you've done cooking. They have some authority now. They have power with that authority. So Elisha served Elijah. Fifty other prophets. See, prophets come close to the anointing, but sometimes people don't want to submit. There was 50 of them, but they wouldn't come close to Elijah. You know, Elijah wasn't no joke. <laughs> He'd tell them the truth. So they didn't get real close, but they wanted that anointing. They wanted that anointing, 50 of them. There was only one that got close. How many went into the promised land? Two. All of them, Josh and Caleb and the 20-year-olds and under. Because they didn't want to submit. Children of Israel did not want to submit. They talked about Moses all the time. Where's my water? Where's my food? We need to go back where we came from because you're not making it happen for us. Well, why don't you make it happen for Moses? Pastor, don't ever come see me. Well, do you ever go see her? Do you ever call her? Do you ever, do you ever help your pastor? I'm sure you do. But, but why is it all about what they're doing for me? That's not serving. And this generation, is, it's real hard to find servants for the Lord. Mostly people want to be masters. But if you can ever find that servant, God will raise them up. He will raise them up. He'll use them. They'll have power on their life. What did Elisha do? Double the miracles that Elijah did. How did he do it? Elijah looked at him one day after serving and serving, after being served from him. He said, Elisha, what do you want? 
Elisha, Julie, what do you want? One of the greatest loyal people in the world. Comes a time, God says, what do you want, Julie? Amen. The man of God said, what do you want? He didn't say it to those other 50 that just come to see what was going on. Probably judging Elisha. What are you doing? You think you're better than us. You think you're getting ordained today. You're all that. You don't know how much Ark you've been serving. You don't know how many times he's went out with sticks with the word of God and, and, and no vehicle because he used it to get souls to bring to, to uh, places for people to get delivered till two cars tore up. You don't know that, that people don't really even give him anything. for. They, they use him all the time because they see the anointing, don't give him nothing for it. You don't know how much Charles, we, we bring seven people in here three weeks ago, and always, always, always seeing about a soul. Always. And then I see where, where, where you help raise them up, Archie. God showed me. He said that you're going to teach the evangelist. We know you have evangelism class. But you're not just getting ordained today to be an evangelist. You're getting ordained to teach the evangelist. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Can I have some music on that or something? Like a beat or something? Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Hey, hey, just a beat. Yeah. Go on up there, Elder. We're learning. We're all learning. Thank you, Jesus. So you got to learn, learn another man's vision that God called you to. It might not be the way, the way you think it will be done. But submission is the way to go. Because when my mama left, I didn't have a job in this church. I had dreams and visions, and I'd share them. Mama, I seen souls in hell. And every time we threw tapes out, the, the soul came out of hell. And I said, well, they just paid a dollar for the soul, for the tapes and fish bowls and things. So she looked at somebody. She looked at Elder Sonny. She said, why don't you do this? I went home and cried. I said, Mama, I want to I be over street ministry. I, gotta, I love is going door to door. I want to be over. Brother Timmy, why don't you do that? Over and over. What was that doing? It was building character. <laughs> because one day I said, isn't there a friendship across the church over there? If my own mama don't need me, I must not have anything. If your own mama, if everybody else in here had a position. But the day she was going to heaven, she couldn't even, she couldn't even get up. She was going in and out, in and out. She said, Annie, you never knew where you belong. She said, rise up and take this church. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So one week, how after after her home going, one week, I was getting in the pulpit. And the first spirit I so you can have a full gospel church and have religious people. Yeah. Thank God. We I think we about drove all that out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the first thing that hit me right in the face. It was so thick in here. And I said, you think you, I said, you spirit religion, you think you killed my mama, but there's another one standing in her place. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Richard, you're doing great. 
Richard said, can I go play? Yes, please. He's doing great. So God has an inheritance for you. Josh Jenkins, he came here. I never knew. I knew he played the guitar for a church one before. I didn't know he could sing. I didn't know his calling. One day the Holy Ghost said, get Josh Jenkins to play Sunday, to lead in the praise. What he been doing? He been serving another church, another man, another leader. He been dying. They never saw that gift in him. Be careful who you submit to. Do they see gifts in you? Do they call those gifts out? Do they see, oh, there's a teacher. Okay, a little more, a little more, a little more faithfulness. And come on, let's preach. Do they do that or do they have to preach all the time? Be careful. Because a good pastor is going to see your calling. If you submit. Now, if you don't submit, how am I going to see? I don't ever see you. How am I going to see? But if you're with me very long, I'm going to see. I see over Brother Ernie. He's got heart for the men. He's, he's, all, he's like a man's pastor, you know. And that's why I see over your son. I see it. I see him gather the sheep. And I don't care what anybody. People may say, why them? They hadn't, but I'm sure they did when I went forward. Why her? Well, somebody told me, said, I figured it'd be me. Well, maybe that's why it wasn't. <laughs> Can we die to all that? The Bible says if you lose your life, you'll gain it. If you die to the flesh, like Paul said, you have to die daily. And Lynn Ann told me when I was going to the apostolic, I was scared. I was scared about the church, you know. And you've been doing something nine years, and you, you know how to do that, but you know how to know when that's over? Not over, because I'm always pastoring and apostling here. But you know when that season of what you're doing's over, because the, the river dries up. It's not working like it did. Don't work like it did no more. The brook dries up. You try to do the same thing and it don't work. It's time. It ain't time to leave the church. It's time to seek God and say, what's next? So when that started happening to me, I was preaching one day. And the Holy Ghost said, this is good. This is established. This is working. You want to stay here or go with me? I was standing right up there. Y'all remember it? And I told the people, and I didn't really know what that meant, but I said, I want to go with you, God. But I tell you, there's not another place I've been like this. This is my first love. <laughs> and last night, I was fixing to preach. I mean, I was fixing to preach. I've been there two days and two nights with other people preaching and supporting them and getting up, bringing help, bringing breakthrough in my night to preach. I didn't ask her to do it with me. But instead, they start, you better pastor them people. And I thought, you don't know my leader. Amen. You don't know the leaders in Freedom Ministry. Hallelujah. And yeah, it may be a transition because the transitions aren't always easy, but it don't mean it's going to fall. Amen. Brother Allen said, if this church falls, he's falling with it. <laughs> He said, this church goes down, I'm going to be right in there going with it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise, God. We thank you that you build the church. And those that build it, they build it in vain. 
You said the Lord builds the church, and those that try to build it, build it in vain. I didn't even build this. You built it, God, and you're able to keep it. And we pull them negative words off in the name of Jesus, and we speak life over freedom one, freedom two, freedom three, freedom recovery. Yandada ba Sunday. I better quit. I'll be doing warfare. Thank y'all for listening to me, though. Submit, and God will raise you up. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message from Freedom Ministries. For more information and to stay connected with us, find us on Facebook or the web at Freedom Ministries Crossing.